2nd of November 2023, just in case you forgot what year it was, we're doing the Tahi. It's November. Woo! It is. We're finally, we're here. It's warm. It's summertime. All I'm going to say is it's a Jersey remix summer. It's about to get crazy up in here. I don't, know, I don't know what that reference is to. It's a Jersey remix summer. What's a Jersey remix? You know, like a Jersey remix of a song? Like, you remember, okay, remember Jersey Shore, obviously. Yes. Obviously, you've seen every GTL. episode. Yeah, you've seen every episode. Yeah. It's a lifestyle that we Jim all adopted. Laundry. As millennials, we're just all Guido style. Um, But they said Jersey remixes of all the songs. They were like a Jersey-style version of the song, and it was just like, mm, mm. It's oh, a yeah. Jersey remix summer. <laughs> beat that beater. Beat that beater. GTL is... Uh, my mantra in life. It's actually my next tattoo. Honestly, I, I have a friend, shout outs to Helena, but she lives the GTL lifestyle. Like, oh, that, yeah. every day, she's like, I gotta jump tan laundry. That's what yeah. I gotta do today. That's all you gotta do. And it's like, she's killing it. <laughs> so, it's the foundations of all good life. Yeah. Gym, tans, laundry. Coming up on the show today, we have a turn going on. Uh, Tim Provise, you may know him as the pie guy from Bakery Runs. He's going to be joining us shortly. Also the host of the New FM Breakfast Show. Um, my boy Tim, he's going to be coming through the studio. Later on, we've got... Bella from Coast Arcade is here. She's, I think she's our first repeat guest, actually. We have not had a repeat guest. I know, it's really exciting. Yeah. So she's coming in. They've got a new song. We're going to have a big old chat about it. Wonderful. Yeah, a yarn, if you will. Looking forward to that. Also, as we get into November, we are just off the back of Halloween. We're going to recap trick-or-treating. As well as we have a corridor about Guy Fawkes as we start inching on into the season for it. Or the week. The I week? Know, I don't know if it's a season, a week, or whatever. Whatever. Look, there's a lot coming up on the show. So let's kick things off. Let's get into it. Should I do a bird call? That was really good. My dad used to think he could talk to pigeons. I'm not surprised. Your dad sounds like why. a man. Your dad's got a lot. <laughs> so he'd like some one day. Like, we'd be like, he'd be like, oh, there's a Tui son. <laughs> I was like, what the f***? Like, it doesn't know what you're saying. Honestly, my dream guest on this podcast is your dad. Oh, I like, think that we should one day get your dad and my mum to just like co-host one episode. I feel like, I don't know if they'd get along. Yeah, but that would be like... funny. Like, it would be hilarious. Anyway, birds. Bird of the year is now bird of the century to celebrate 100 years of forest and bird who they put on bird of the year every year. Mm. And it's a big deal in this country. It is a big deal. It is a big deal at the network. I don't know how much you know about Tahi and now parent company, Radio New Zealand. Every hour, bird sounds. Bird sounds. Birds are... I, I never understood how obsessed this place was with birds before I came here. We and I, love a bird. We well, love birds. When I showed up at Ephraim, I love birds. I was like, this is going to be great. This, <laughs> I think this is going to work out. Like, I think this is going to be good. Um, but bird of the century, uh, it's, it's a, it's, um, it can be controversial. Mm. There was that bat that won a few years back, and I'm still quite upset about that because that's not a bird. That is a bat. Was that uh, 2019? I think it, no, I think it was 2020. It was around COVID, and I think people found really bad. They felt bad for the bat. Yeah, I think people felt bad for, like, (laughs) And so they were like, oh, we'll put the bat in, and everyone voted for the bat. And it's like, look, I get it. It's very nice for the bat. Mm. But it's not bat of the year. It's bird of the year. And, like, shout-outs to the bat. No personal issue with the bat, but you shouldn't have won, and you didn't deserve it. Do you feel like, for bird of the century, we should have a rule that it should be, like, it can't be a flightless bird? Well then, but he, okay, here's the thing, right? So this year they've included a few extinct species of bird 
Um, and I know, yeah, but it's to kind of, you know, the whole point of Bird of the Year is to be like, hey, we need to help these birds. Some of them are going extinct. Some of them are weird so and we they gotta, need we're going to celebrate the ones that are already... Yeah, but we're trying to be like, hey, guys, reminder, they can actually, like, go. Like, mm. that bird that you're looking at right now and you're like, slay bird, like, mm. that could be gone. So it's about, you know, just reminding people. But also I'm kind of like... <clears throat> I'm going to be voting for a bird that's alive, personally. Um, feel free to do whatever you want with it. But it's like, because it's bird of the century and we're New Zealand mm. and we call ourselves Kiwis and da-da-da-da-da. And it's got to be a Kiwi, right? Like, I that would only the, make sense. I think the kakapo, though, is, is looking strong, man. It's looking strong this year. I personally, very passionately team Kiriru. Mm. They are my favourite bird. They are the best bird. They have everything you want in a bird. They're big. They're chunky. They're large. They're in charge. They're fun. They're flirty. They're drunk. They're eating little berries. They look like they're wearing a little GTL tank top. Mm. Like, a kiddo is doing a Jersey remix summer. Like, that's what's happening with a kiddo. So that's my choice. That's where I'm going. I feel like we're obliged to choose a Kiwi, but I'd like to choose something that I think could, like, win in a fight. Yeah, Falcon? Yeah, there's a pretty gangster falcon on there. Yeah, there is. But I also think, like, I think a penguin could do all right. There's a pink. There's a couple of penguins Bunch on of the penguins. Bird of They're yeah. so cute. Yeah, I yeah. Do like, love I just a think penguin. I just love a penguin, dude. Like, um, I don't know why I have an affinity for them after going to Kelly Talton's one time. And like, do you remember they used to have the blubber? I don't know. No, what's uh, okay. That? You used to. Yeah, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but they used to be like. Like old explorer clothing that you could like pick up and feel, and I I think you'd even wear it. It was made out of like penguins and seals and whales, and I've felt bad about it ever since. Because <laughs> yeah. they get you to put it on, and then you go and see the penguins, and you're like, oh, oh you're like, what the? F- why did you do that to me? It's man? like eating a burger and then looking out and seeing a cow, and you're like, oh, it's a really cute cow. Uh, in Samoa, we used to roast the pig, and there'd be like a hundred little piglets running around, and oh. I was just like. Is this your dad? You know, like, I was always just like, wait, wait do we get, is this one of you guys? Or do we get this from somewhere else? I was like, uh, you know, found to, found to play table. Found to table. Yeah, so. Uh, um, yeah. We're not eating any of the birds on the bird of the year. I don't think you're allowed to no. eat any of the birds. That's no. the idea of the bird I, of the I have heard, the, though, that back in back in the days, um, people did used to eat kiriru back in the days. I think. Oh, but I we heard ate that. all that of those birds. I'm looking at Mitty. Yeah, Mitty said, yep. We ate all of those birds. Yeah. I bet Moa tasted... Mm. Well, I mean, they must have because they must have, man. Yeah, we, like, I, I think about was... that all the time, though. That just one day someone like came back and was like, "Hey, has anyone seen a more recently?" Like, I haven't found a single one. Like, they're gone, bro. And they're like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." Who's the dude that got the last one? Exactly. You though. know what I mean? And like, he, maybe he knew, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Like that was the last one. I'm not gonna bring it up. <sighs> do you reckon he's like? Do you reckon he's like? Guys, enjoy this. Enjoy this while we can, guys. I'm, this is it. I'm no, not going to tell you why, but you better yeah. enjoy this meal. No, you know what? They just never would have known. It would have like taken like years before somebody was like, what if, What do you mean there were these like big-ass birds that look like emus? Honestly, like, they were sick, though. Yeah. Like, I'm really scared of emus and ostriches, but that's, maybe that's because they have an Australian energy. Mm. I think me and Amor would be like, chillin'. We're going to put a link to vote for your bird of the century in the Tahi... Uh, Lincoln bio thingy. Yeah. Um, head along, cast your vote. Hey, joining me on the couch today, our illustrious guest, good friend, um, host of the Breakfast Show on Dewey FM. You've probably seen his stuff all over social media. Uh, crowds 
is it gone or goes wild? It's whatever. Whenever I'm on, bro, it's it's wild as hell. Yeah, crowd, <laughs> crowd goes wild. CG dub. You might also know him as the pie guy. Tim Provise. Yo, there's no ear horns, bro. I'm yeah, bro. I know. It's like deeply silent. It's not like radio. You know what it's like I miss about radio? It's like you never guess you just hit the applause button. Yeah, It just fills the space out a little more. Here it's just... It's just you and me, man. Yeah, it's uh, great, bro. And we don't have to rush. Yeah, no, no rush. You don't have to interrupt and, oh, well, coming up next on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But there's a bit of a rush because you've got, you're booked and busy, my friend. Not today, bro. Today is Sotomalo's Day. It's Tahir Fum's Day. I finish on the radio. I come straight through. And that's all I got, brother. I appreciate that, man. It's, um, it's, a it's, it's, it's funny interviewing you now that, like, I've left new. Yeah. And we're here. And because I, I remember, I very vividly remember being really excited for our first interview when I was on Night Show. Oh, I knew that, I knew you were going to bring you, and and I pissed him I thought I pissed you off I messaged oh, yeah. Louie and was like gee I think I think I've just burned a bridge with Timprovise because the zoom link wasn't working low key you did piss me yeah, off I know. you know and I was there was a there was a massive hole in my drywall bro when you didn't I was like what the hell man because <laughs> I know you like I know you like t- actually were really busy and you took time out and you were like uh, I remember you messaging me like gee um, no. the link isn't working <laughs> I had no, I no, no, no. I had an interview later on that night, and I was like, okay, I'll fit you in here. And at that time in my life, man, it was like because uh, I was doing the podcast, yeah, and it was just a lot of go. It was like this mm. is my, this is what I'm set out to do. I'm just gonna try and get there as quick as I can and mm. as, work as hard as I can. And yeah, but that was fun, man. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, we've both really come a long way, man. When you think about it. Yeah, you in particular, bro. It's been really, really cool to Thank see you, your progression, like over the last, like I want to say the last two years mm. is probably a good place to say, like you've had a lot of progression over there, but. This year in particular, you've you've had so much going on, man. Yeah, but it's been like I I look back here and I think like you know like when you're saying busy and stuff like that, mm. like it's a good busy and it's a busy that's fun. Mm. Like my busies before because I was a teacher before, so yeah. my teacher uh, my busy was like road patrol and like <laughs> got to tell kids off for not wearing hats outside. Mm. You got to go on, you know, like that was my busy and doing reports. And but now like my busy's like I get to hang out with like Ari Savia or I get to like yeah. I get to eat pies and rate them like mm. and I get to be on the radio with um, my best mate Riggs. So you know like it is it is it's it's a good busy. Yeah. And I get to be here with you, man. Do you do you ever miss teaching? A little bit. Yeah. There are times where I hear stories about mm. like you know this is what we did here and and I do miss it. I miss the kids more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other things that come with it is the one thing I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. Like reports yeah. and you know being the only male teacher. There's not a lot of male teachers out there. Mm. And being the you have to be like the the guy that tells everybody off and yeah, you know. But yeah, but I do miss it a little bit. Yeah, I do. When you're when you're when you're playing Spider Man, yeah. When I'm having two meetings for the first, you're just like, oh man, those kids. <laughs> when I'm having meetings at eleven a.m. Yeah. instead of like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, man, it's yeah, it's it's a teaching's a tough pre- um, a profession, and I think um, I think yeah, I don't think they get paid enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It, I th- yeah, but that's you know, I live in that ivory tower of oh, I was a teacher, I understand, but mm. yeah, I don't think they do. But hey, man, yeah, when they do, I might go back. <laughs> Hey, it's a great retirement plan. Right oh there, man, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's always going to be kids, you know. Mm. There's always going to be kids, and there's always going to be jobs for people that um. It's a great, it's a great diploma to have too. Like mm. you can a degree to have, you can go where, over, anywhere over the world and and teach. So yeah, bro, yeah. If there was something, I mean, now you having this experience in the industry, if there was a course or a class 
of any subject of your choice to teach, what do you think you'd like to teach youth? I would, I would love to teach the uh, the art of interviewing mm. and the art of just being able to relate with people. Mm. I think that yeah, the art. Of, I, I love interviewing. I love to be able to, you know, like that's why I vibe with you so much is because, and there's there's not a lot of people that I'm like, yo, that person kind of knows what they're up to, mm. like, and you know, sometimes people wing it, but there's a very select few, and and you're you're in that group as well, and you know, there's a lot of you know like. And yeah, I would love to teach the art of that. Mm. Yeah. And because a lot of people see me on Crowd Goes Wild and they think, man, he's just out the gate and he just says some things. But like there's methods to the madness. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you when you work in the industry, you know there's tricks of the trade, mm. you know, uh, and, and how to get good content. And I think that you really get to flex that muscle on Crowd Goes Wild. Like, yeah. like I, uh, in particular, obviously, yesterday you were out at the airport, All Blacks landed. Yep. Um, when you're going to do something like that, what's the prep like? So, okay, so, like, that's a great question. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody <laughs> asks. And that's better than what's the best pie, bro. Like, oh, no, we were going to get to that. Because, yeah. <laughs> hell, man. Like, um, no, so I'll, um, a lot of the times I will get, like, maybe the day before they'll tell mm. me. They'll go, oh, hey, you've got Warriors or you've got mm. you've got this one. So I'll go in. And they all change. they all different. But let's say the All Blacks thing, for instance, I'm driving to. The, I get the call. Hey man, you got. Um, you're going to see the All Blacks at the airport. My brain starts going. Okay, how can I make this different? Mm. And so for this one, uh, it was. Um, so everyone was getting the, the cards. The card situation: yellow cards, red cards, were mm. the thing at the World Cup. You yeah. know. And so I'm like, man, I'm just going to show all Pokemon cards and give them out, like, you know? And so that was the <laughs> yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had I had some yellow ones. I had some red ones. I said, like, Sam Kane, my bro, like, choose any Pokemon cards you want. He goes for the red one. I was like, oh, not the red one again. Like, come on, mate. Like, I thought we organized the red one. Like, we, we should have learned from the red the red card situation. And, and then he's just laughing because, you know, like, yeah, but... But you know, there's different levels of prep. Mm. But for for me, it's um, it's getting in, it's finding that in. Mm. And my in there was like the card joke, mm. and it was yeah, get that in, and then ask, and then come through. That's I mean, like the Israel right? Adesanya one was a little bit different because I had, you know, a full three years to prep for that. Yeah, really. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, but yeah, that was what, probably one of my favorite ones that I've done. Those the Izzy stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference in the prep that you do for? Some of that stuff with like crowd when you go out and you're interviewing these uh, sports, these athletes, sort of like with short notice. What's the difference when you're going in for bakery runs? Oh, so yeah, bakery runs, you kind of already get it in. Yeah. So with with crowd, they don't know you. Like, yeah. like they might know of you mm. and they've seen your stuff, but you're going in blank, mm. right? And with bakery runs, you know, I'm, I'm messaging, I'm saying, hey, we'll meet at this time. And I'm doing the... Um, I'm doing the icebreaker over the DMs pretty mm. much. So when we get there, it's straight in, straight ready, ready for it. But with the bakery run stuff, you'll get a lot of content off the pies. Like you'll yeah. talk about the pies and then it's all around really segueing out of it. Like, you know, like trying to find a segue from a pie to something that they're into. Mm. So for instance, uh, Chloe, Chloe Swilberg, when I had her on, we talked about the pie. She brought up about the integrity of the pie. My brain goes click, 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 integrity. Da, 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 politics, let's talk about integrity and politics. Mm. So it's that segue from one to the other that's really the skill. Like, if you can kind of get that down, and radio is really good to kind of 
kind of flex that muscle and, and, and develop it a little bit more. Yeah, because you're on the fly. Yeah, and you have to think segues yeah. real quick. Yeah, but um, yeah, they've, they've, they're similar in certain ways of conversation, mm. but in terms of prep, they're, you know, like, we've got to talk about the pies, we've got a little bit about mm. them, and the edit's a lot different as well. Yeah. So, and that yeah. helps a lot, yeah. Mm. That, um... Chloe Swarbrick one. Would that be your first politician on Bakery Runs? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was. Hey. Yeah. yeah, and then right after that... It's Chris Hipkins. Yeah, bro. That was weird. That yeah. was strange, man. <laughs> he, he came into the office here because he was doing serious interviews yeah. with uh, Radio New Zealand. And, um, bro, his Secret Service dudes are no joke. <laughs> bro. So the, originally, like the idea, he was. So we did the Chloe one. We reached out to everyone. Mm. We're not going to be like, yo, we're going to do degrees. We reached out to everybody. Nobody got back to us. Chloe took three minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. She was oh, like, that's quite the compliment, dude. She was like, hell yeah. I've been waiting <laughs> to get on this. And I'm like, cool. She's like, a good Mean. spot. But uh, nobody got back to us. And then when the, the first episode dropped, then we then they started, oh, we'd love to do it. And we only had a day to do it. So mm. like, uh, he was like, we could only do it on Friday. And it was the Friday before the election. Mm. And um, I'm like, yo, let's go to the hood. Like, let's go to Clendon, man. Let's go to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Secret Service is like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to Clendon. We're going dude. to Nathan Homestead over all oh, places. All right, yeah. You can bring yeah. the pies to us. And I'm like, cool. And then um, my bro, Will, shout out to Will, who does all the edits and stuff like that. He was unavailable. So I just got one of the bros to come in. That's why it wasn't an actual episode. It was mm. just a little mini ep. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicest guy out. It's really nice guy. Yeah, yeah but hey. Did, they, did the Secret Service have to, like, inspect the pies before no, you gave... No, no, no. A lot no. of trust, bro. should have put some... I could have put some Whoa. stuff <laughs> Maybe you would have won. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 Have you ever seen a... Um, is there any, like, guests that you've had on bakery runs that you've been, like, disappointed in because of the, their choice of food or maybe how they ate the pie? Joseph Parker was really? the one. Really? He had, like, a mince pie. I'm like, come on, brother. No cheese. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Athlete. He goes, I have mince pies. I don't know. It's the one that got kind of popped. He goes, I have mince pies, man. I'm a bit, bit basic. And then I go, that was a bit like your game plan against Anthony Joshua. Oh, damn. And then, and then he looks at me like, he laughed. But you... But I was like, you could literally just kill me with one just... punch, eh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's a good dude, Joe. I love Joe. So this latest season of Bakery Runs yeah. that we are well into, uh, last week you dropped the Dan Hooker, the yep. Hangman interview. Um, how was that, by the way? You it felt was good about crazy. that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Dan. Mm. And like, I'm sitting down with him and he's just like, so chilly. Like, and, but he's, he's a good dude. Like, mm. yeah. And cause, um, I, that was the first time I've ever interviewed Dan Hooker. Oh, really? Dan Hooker's the only dude from CKB that I haven't interviewed oh, until wow. then. So, yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, but, um, great dude knows his stuff. Mm. Um, really keen. Yeah. He's just, a, he's just a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. I love Dan. I, I was especially excited about that one because I think there's a, there's a difference in content you get when you, uh, like, you know, like when you really actually really love and are passionate about mm. a sport or an athlete or like mm. for me, it's musicians. And I just knew that it was going to be good because I was like, I know yeah. Tim loves these yeah. guys and I know it's going to be special. The latest season of Bakery Runs. Yes. Um, when's the next episode? You drop um, them. Next week. We drop them every second Wednesday. So mm -hmm. next Wednesday is coming out. Bang up episode. I'll, I'll, mm. We'll give it an exclusive later on. But we've got um, we've got 15 episodes altogether. Normally we do 10. Mm -hmm. We do 15. We're doing 10 in New Zealand and 10 in Australia. Ooh. So we're going to Brisbane and Sydney in December. So from uh, yeah, five episodes over there. And uh, still kind of seeing who and who's available, but mm. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm calling. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm looking to the camera. I'm calling you out, Justin Tuffer. You're talking oh. smack. Okay, oh. I'm Clint the Bakery. I'm coming to Logan, baby. I'm coming to Logan, and I'm coming straight. I'm, I'm. I'll see you, mate. I'll see you soon. I don't want Exclusive. any. I don't want any parts of that. No, no, no beef, like. Bro, he's only like I said. He's just a human, bro. You know, a human. He goes to sleep like any others here, mate. You know, and I'm gonna put him to sleep when I go to Logan. Wait, whoa, 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 oh, whoa. sorry. <laughs> sorry, but yeah. So we're doing 15 all together. Maybe a couple here and there, and we're um yeah. Our uh, and the, uh, our next episode on Wednesday is with David Litty, the uh, oh weightlifter. And yes. we found two pies that are... We got two tens in one place. No way. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's we... hood, hoods places too. Not, not oh. It's hood spots. Yes. We, we didn't go to the classic nice, nice stuff. It's nice, cheap hood pies that people love. Where can the listeners uh, find all of the latest bakery run episodes and keep up to date with just everything that you've got going on because you are a busy man. Oh, man, thank you. Uh, yeah, so bakery runs on um, Instagram and Off The Ground uh, is uh, Off The Ground is our is the production company that does it. And that's on Facebook and YouTube. And yeah, just me, just to improvise. Yeah, we've got a... Um, that's another thing I was wanted to talk to you about too. We've got a pop-up store happening. Oh, wow. We've got a pop-up pie thing. We've got merch... We've got, we're dropping three pies that have never been done before. Oh, wow. And I'll tell you off here because I can't tell you on here. Okay, these, that's real. But these pies, there's this one pie, it's luxury, okay? A luxury pie. And I can, and I just cannot wait to drop it. It'll be, in, yeah, it'll be on the 26th of November. So. I'm going to be first in queue, baby. I'm going like, to be there. You know what? You're always first in queue for my stuff, bro. I get bro, you. Bro, I like, I, yeah. You know what? When they say to turn notifications on, I do. You know oh, what I mean? They, I do. When I had a when I had a live when I had my live stage show, you were there, brother, and I was like, "That's the only dude Gee, I want I was, to be there." <laughs> I was like, you know, I was most nervous about that. I was like, "Please don't talk to me." <laughs> I was oh. like, you know, like you know when like commit no I'm like so you know like you think you're at their level, brother. Oh. <laughs> Things I just like, want anyone to mention, like, you know what, too, though? Um, we came and sat down. We were, like, one of the first ones to sit down. And then I remember getting up during one of the breaks, turning around, and there's just, like, genuinely, like, there's Lisa Adams, Valerie Adams. Like, all of these celebrities are right behind me. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that was crazy. Man. It was a great show, bro. Great, no, thank you, brother. And I hit you up. I was like, give me feedback, bro, if you need it. And, yeah, because there's, there's few people that I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll get feedback off. And, and you're one of them, bro. So it was good good fun. I want to do some more. Yeah, yeah. It would be cool to see more of those, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, um, man, but no, uh, yeah, Bakery Run's out, man. Like, yeah, thanks. And thanks for, I, I really appreciate, like, people that will go into the things and say, oh, I'm going to try this. And, you know, because we really, yeah, I want to, um, I want to help small businesses. That's all it's about. Looking yeah, forward to seeing really more of the bakery runs, yeah, man. Boy. Thank you so much for your time today. Tim Provise, Tim the Pie Guy. Uh, I'm going to ask him where to get the best pies off cam. But, hey, thank you so much for joining us. We're getting back into the show. Ooh. You know who's popular on Facebook? Who? The psychics from Sensing Murder. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> so the Sensing Murder psychics. What did you just say? I'll tell you after, I'll tell you after. Um, no, like, do you remember Sensing Murder? Yes, vividly. The most, like, the best show in New Zealand history. Mm. Like, it was everything, and it had so many seasons, and, like, if you weren't there, you missed it. Mm. Go watch it. Go on TVNZ, and also watch James Masterpick's episode of his show about Sensing Murder, because it's almost as good as Sensing Murder itself. Mm. But for uh, for those who remember, uh, you'll remember the names Calvin Crookshanks and Sue Nicholson. Calvin Crookshanks was the dude 
white dude, blonde hair, kind of spiked it up. Mm. And then Sue Nicholson was the one with the very slay, very done, red, blonde Karen, mm. beautiful, lots of colours. She lives in the heart, so seen her about. Lovely woman, actually. But those two, they got on some beef. They got on some beef recently. And I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. They're beefing because they're both on tour with their psychic show. Mm. And that's the type of show where you go in and they're like... Oh, they're like, I sent somebody in the crowd. And and yeah. does, was your grandpa's name John? And they're like, oh my God, yes. And like, you know, people that have been through grief and stuff, you know, go see them. Mm. And um, there's a rule apparently at a couple venues in the South Island where you can only have one psychic per six weeks. Don't know where that rule came from. Don't understand why the rule exists. Could, didn't get that far in the research because I was fair. like, okay, I think it might be a conflict of interest thing. Mm. I don't know. But uh, Kevin, Kelvin, <laughs> Crookshanks, um, accused Sue of uh, ruining his career because he cancelled his entire South Island tour because he couldn't go to one venue because she had already booked that venue. So he couldn't go for six weeks. The tea hearers, he cancelled the entire South Island tour, but only one venue was affected. Interesting. Interesting. So he's blaming the whole thing on her. And he's blaming the whole thing on her. So they got in beef on Facebook, old people Twitter, mm. and um, someone in the someone in the comments are kind of like, what's going on? Sue said, I'm sick of this bullshit. Like, it is not my fault. He's blaming it all on me. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And the best part, and the reason I wanted to tell the story in the first place, was because I'm sure you're all thinking, how'd they not see this coming? You know? how do they not... How did I see this coming? Well, someone asked Sue that very question. And mm. you know what she said? She said, I did actually see this coming. Thanks, Sue. So she saw it coming. She knew this was going to happen the whole time. That's why she booked in advance. Oh. Ah. Um, this all sort of started a couple of months ago, but there's been a bit of an update mm. uh, where it looks like those Crookshank shows, some of them are back on. Ooh. The South Island, some of them are back on. So he's, he's back in the game. I think... Um, I would never call someone petty by canceling a whole tour because you couldn't go to venue. one venue. It's so funny to me. Spoil brand energy, bro. It's just something I would so do. I'd be yeah. like, oh, right, you want to have your birthday on the same night as mine? Like, guess no one's having a birthday. I'll just never talk again. I'm sensing man-child. I'm sens- <laughs> sensing... I'm sensing pathetic. No, I didn't yeah. say that. No, I would never say that. It was, that was mean. That was mean. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. New Zealand legends, they're both seeing the future. They're both fighting. Did they ever find any, like, solve any crimes on the show? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I they... I swear there no, was one. I think there was a couple where they were like, I think we found the, a lead, but that didn't... I don't think it resolved any. I had, family, I had a family friend who went missing and was, like, the subjects of one of the episodes. And everyone, like, very was very excited to hopefully get some resolution to to it and it was just an hour of them being like I can sense them in this place and it just it was like actually really traumatic for a lot of the family I, can, that I think that that's a common theme though that brought it, it all back up yeah. for what re-traumatised <laughs> like, a lot of people yeah. you know how many episodes of that show were in the heart like way too, many. way too many there were way too many episodes of that show in general yeah well I disagree I think there should have been more Look, I, I like we work in media, so there's a tendency for us to appear in places in the news and stuff like that. And I, I just always hope that it's for a good thing. Um, but unfortunately, I have appeared in the news for a tweet, looking a little desperate. Uh, I was a little. I didn't even. I didn't know this. They don't need to ask your permission or like give you notification that they're embedding your tweet in a news article. No, they just do, do it, man. Yeah. And the tweet in question is me saying. Please, 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 where do I find a new World Master Chef walk? I have stickers. I'm desperate, please. And 
And the whole article is about how New World has run out of walks. The funniest thing about it is that it was the only tweet that they the used. The only tweet. Everybody else that, like, they were like, this is a comment from this person. They didn't, co- like, they didn't name them or anything. And then the only tweet is me, my face, my name, being like, please, I'm desperate. Where can I find one? I need a pen. And everyone in the comments, me going to the comments going, they got none. Stop lying to me. Like... When you heard me talking about coupons the other day, this is the exact reason I was talking about coupons. I called, like, eight New Worlds trying to find out. I got a hundred and something stickers. A hundred and sixty stickers. It's a lot of stickers, It's a man. lot of stickers. Here's the mistake they made. It's $20 to get a sticker, but food prices went up. Bro, a sticker is me getting a pe- thing of bananas and a carton of milk at this point. Mm. It's me getting one brick of cheese, bro. Mm. I got a sticker. So, mm. you know, that was their mistake. But yeah, I was very desperate for a walk, and and, and as a result, I, I am in the news. But it turns out that I'm not the only one, which was kind of a nice <laughs> feeling. Uh, New World actually ran out of stock for a lot of those walks that a lot of people are after, the MasterChef ones. Do you remember like two years ago? I think it was two years ago or the year before, there was the Summer of Smeg. I do remember vaguely them running out of something else with the sticker vibe, and people were not happy. This is the knives. Yeah, the knives. knives. It was the knives. The Summer of Smeg. They were doing the stickers, and and, and they ran out a bunch of knives and stuff like that. It's like, the tough thing is, right, by the time you accumulate enough stickers, we're near the end of the season, and they're starting to run out of stock. I just think it's crazy that um, this seems to have happened... Few times, right? And like, they just haven't they figured just it run out. out. And people, it's just people get very, very upset about it. So it's like, wouldn't you sort of like be like, oh, with the knives thing, it got a bit out of hand. First of all, we gave all these people knives, and the people that didn't have the knives very worked up. <clears throat> Did they not be like, let's not make the same mistake again and get some more walks? Or I don't know how it works. I don't work in the supermarket industry, but I do watch some Shark Tank. And I think you got to get your inventory right, man. man. You got to get your inventory right. You got to get your where with the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it's exciting that you made the news. I hope that next time one of us makes the news, it's for something really, really slay. I have it for um, some of the positive, tea, the, the positive things I do for my community, rather than me desperately trying to get a walk out of yeah. the world. Fuck. It's like, it's like um, I think the community stuff's a better representation of like who you are. Uh, yeah, person, what the than fuck? just like one time you just really wanted a walk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 100%. I'm never going to make the news for something good that I do. I'm going to make the news because of something desperate or something that makes me look bad. Oh, look at all this stuff Sort of Man Law is doing back in Samoa. It's going to be me like, I don't know, like I'm short change and the bus driver's like, you can't get on. And it's me going, like, ah! yeah. yeah. That's going to, I'm 100%. That's going to happen to me. <laughs> Joining me on the couch, I'm on the seat, they're on the couch, it's a switch up. It is Coast Arcade, yay! Hi guys, how's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you for asking. I really, most people don't even ask, so. Actually, a lot of them do now, because I keep saying that, so I should probably stop saying it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason why, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, You've been in here before, you're our first repeat guest, I think, actually. Oh, only realised that this morning. That's so cool. Which is exciting. But we've got another person here on the couch. Would you like to introduce yourself to I'm, the... I'm Tom. I'm the little one in the band, I guess. The little one. The little one. The little one. I'm shorter than you now, so know, that doesn't bad, really eh? work. But he is younger. I, I'm the younger one. Yeah. The little one. <laughs> the little, well, that's how I introduce him, so he's just... He's submitted. To how, well, we were just talking before. You've just finished school. Just, just finished high school, literally last week. Yeah, pretty good. You did it. Um, grades good? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's that thing of going... I've passed. Yeah. The, the rest of it, we don't look back in, we just go, 
sorted. Hey, the right career in music ahead of you. <laughs> You're not even going to think about level two, level three in a few years, guys. Don't even worry 100%. about it. But um, are the parents still having to come to the R18 gigs? No. No, not is anymore. That, Finally. Is that better or do you kind of miss them now? I think it depends on the show. There's some shows where, especially if we're opening for other bands and like, because we just went on tour with the Terrys over August, September. And being in the green room with an older band, you don't really want your parents there. But then some shows it's really nice to have them because they've all been such massive parts mm. of like our team. So we like having them there, but there's some shows where it's like, oh, that's nice. I just want to be cool with yeah. these like cool artists. Yeah, like, like we Mom, are like old and cool. Why We're Here, brand new song out yesterday, right? Yeah. 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 Woo, Kiss Like This. Woo, yeah, yeah. woo. Yay. Song of the Summer. Song, oh, that's what we're humbly calling it. Um, we just think it's a great summer tune. It's got all the summer vibes, and we're really happy with it. So I really like that you guys have gotten a bit more punky even this year, and then this new song, it's kind of like Strokesy. It's kind of like the oh, Strokes vibes like at the that. beginning, especially. Yeah. But then it just goes into your very classic like Coast Arcade sound. It's surfy, we're having fun, yeah. the sun's out. Is exploring different genres and referencing different genres something that you're looking forward to continue doing with Coast Arcade? Or is it something more like when you want to do a different genre, you might start another project? Or are you happy to keep it contained? I think it'll always be under Coast Arcade. Um, and if it's something like super different, mm. we'll probably go into different projects. But for us, our sound will always be Coast Arcade sound because if the two of us are creating it, that's what makes it Coast Arcade sound. Um I think as we grow and develop as musicians and like because I'm 20, Tom's just turned 18. Ooh. <laughs> um, our influences and the people who inspire us is changing all the time. So obviously the music that we create is going to shift and I think that that's a really cool thing to have tracked through. You know, you can go back to Tattoo and 2022 and you can go to next to me in 2023 and kiss like this in 2023 and next year we'll have other songs that'll be just slightly different so i yeah, feel like it's definitely kind of because when you look kind of what we've released so far anyway there is quite a diverse range in what we've released and i think but it's all very yeah, it all, you listen to it and it's coast arcade yeah it, well, i was gonna say it always sounds like coast arcade you can always tell when it's a coast arcade song but even just in the last like year it's progressed yeah. so quickly mm. and that's probably to do with you guys being really talented but also to do with just being really young and willing to try things because like it's just like every time there's a new coast arcade song i'm like oh <laughs> throwing a little something new in there oh i like go. that i think when we get quite caught up in like the song like, we don't really think about it, like, oh, what are we going to do to change it? What are we going to do that's new? Sometimes we get a little bit nervous because a lot of our songs are very simple and musicians will look at it and be like, oh, it's only two chords or it's the same two chords, just in different keys. And sometimes we'll get quite caught up in that and be like, oh, it's the same drum beat. But a lot of people don't notice and don't care. And yeah. as you say, oh, there's something different. And so it's nice for us to hear that because it's like, oh, yeah, it's not just the same thing, just, like, in so slightly different. Um, it's been a big year for you guys, though. Like, debut EP, yeah. and I must just point out, at some point there was four of you, and now there is two of you. It's the drama. Yeah. What's the tea? <laughs> um, I hate to break it to you. There is no there's no drama. Yeah, there's, there's no nothing. tea. There were four of us, um, the brotherly combo, Chris and Nate. And when was it? What time? It was, it was August? Or just before? Do you mean like what time as if it just happened a day? Or what time was that? Like 7am? Yeah. 7am this morning I got a message, no. I think Nate kind of came to me and he 
was like, you know, just... Uh, what had happened was we were booking the Terry's tour and we were looking at all of the dates and we were going, can we make this work? Can we do all of these shows? Tom and I were like, yes! Chris and Nate were like, we've got school and exams and uni and we just don't know if we're going to be able to make it work. And we were like, oh, okay, so can we do some of them? And it kind of, I think, talking about these sorts of things and going, mm. oh, we're going to be doing quite a few of these. I think Chris and Nate realised that they're maybe not, they don't have the time yeah. to give it. So just different pages and different stages of life, like Tom and I are ready to commit full-time to music and Chris and Nate are still very much invested in their schoolwork. Um, and I think it was one of those things Nate came to us and said he was thinking about leaving first. And when I spoke to Chris, Chris was like, I don't want to leave right now but I think it's going to be easier for you if two of us go in one yeah, rather than yeah. one at a time. And so there was no, absolutely no beef. We're still great mates. They come to our shows. We have a whole heap of love for them because I've known Chris and Nate since I was like five. 